What's up, Dunwoody? It was a sad week in Dunwoody with the passing of Bob Lungston on Wednesday. Bob loved Dunwoody and served as the president of the Homeowners Association and a member of the DeKalb County Planning Commission and the Board of Zoning Appeals. If there was a rezoning going on in Dunwoody, Bob was in the middle of it. He fought as hard and as loud as he could to push for what he believed was right for our city. Whether you were on his side or the other side, you had to have respect for the man. I finally met him this summer when he came on the show. I knew a lot of Bob leading up to the interview, and I was a little intimidated. When he walked into Justin's backyard, though, he really could not have been nicer to us. We talked to him longer than anybody that we had interviewed up to that time. Um, He shared stories with us before and after the podcast that I really regret not recording. The man raised over $70,000 to supply every Dunwoody police car with an AED and led the charge to include AEDs in every Atlanta school. He fought that battle after his wife Kathleen had a cardiac event in 2001, and Bob thought that that was the right thing to do. I urge you all to go back and listen to episodes 30 and 31. Um, Bob loved gardening, good music, and Hawaiian t-shirts. A funeral mass will be held this Thursday, January 24th at All Saints Catholic Church. This week's show, we switch it up a bit, and we head to Roswell. Justin met this young lady at Gate City Brewery, and she was excited to come on the show and put on for her city. Kendall Young is the social media strategist for Roswell CVB, and we're always down to hang out with marketing minds, so it was awesome to talk social media with her. I kind of fell in love with Roswell. Um, We're actually headed there to Canton Street tonight for date night, and if you already know Roswell well, this is still a funny episode. Show is brought to you by me and my brother-in-law, Justin Dyke. Justin is the founder of PoolDues.com, and he is changing the Dunwoody pool scene this summer. He's introducing his software to four of the larger neighborhood pools. Hopefully your pool will be one of the ones getting a digital facelift this summer. My name is Matt Weber. I'm a real estate agent with Keller Williams Peachtree Road. Anybody can help you buy a home, but you want the right marketer to sell your home. And I'm a better marketer than your current agent. I'll get more eyes on your listing and more buyers in the door, and we'll have a really good time throughout the whole process. You may even want to move to Roswell by the end of this episode, and if you do, give me a call. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. Sure. All right, we're here with Kendall Young at the Old Bank, the Roswell Visitor Center. Yes, hello. Hi. Happy to be here. And I met you at, was it Gate City or Variant? It was Gate City when we met. Okay. Yeah, nice. my fiance was my wingman. You started talking to him about your podcast. Uh, and not even hit on the girls. You go straight no. for the guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he was, uh, you were telling my fiance about your What's Up Dunwoody podcast and, you know, the whole concept of who you talk to. And he was like, Go over there and talk to my fiance. She really would like to probably participate. And so you did. And I was like, yeah, I'm down. I think I kind of remember that now. And you know what? The next day, my buddy texted me. He goes, he goes, did you, did you, uh, did you get back in touch with your new boyfriend? I guess I was picking up a lot of guys that night. <laughs> he, uh, oh, wait, you can delete this out, but you were very uh, intrigued at how tight my fiance's pants were that night, which they were. His tightest pair. put him in pair. those pants. They are his tightest pair. And I was like, I'm glad you noticed. Thank you. Because I made him wear them. <laughs> but did I call him out? Was I like... No, you told me. Okay, you were like, right. you were like, he has some very tight pants on. And I was like, he does. Yes. So. <laughs> I'm glad we started the show here. I like yeah. it. The tight, the tight pants podcast. Yeah, tight pants podcast. Uh, okay. So well, tell us about Roswell. I know nothing about Roswell. So who founded it? Let's begin there. Let's start at the very beginning. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Let's go back, back to the beginning. It's Hillary Duff. You guys probably don't know that reference, but uh, it was started by a man called uh, Roswell King. No and kidding. No kidding. Not 
King Roswell, but Roswell King, which I just feel like is so perfect. Um, yeah, it started because he basically found Vickery Creek and the power that was going on there to be able to, um, he, he envisioned this place for a mill. And so that's where the Roswell Mill uh, came from, which is definitely a place that people can go and visit. Um, and he built this industry and as a Dottie, our executive director, talks about she loves that really Roswell started on such an entrepreneurial spirit, and it has been able to keep that same um, vibe all of these years later. I know we're at some point going to talk about the awesome like foodie restaurant scene that we have. I mean, there's over 200 independently owned restaurants in Roswell alone, and so I just... Um, think that Roswell King really started it off to um, build an awesome community. But Roswell is known for quite a few things, definitely Canton Street. But, um, you know, one of the things that I think that I fell in love with so quickly was actually the Nature Center um, coming here. Uh, Our uh, executive director, again, she actually helped start the Nature Center all those years ago. Fun fact, they all thought that nobody knew what a nature center was. <laughs> so um, the whole concept just really confused people. And they, they probably knew it had to be outside. It's so. just an undeveloped area, right? Yeah, <laughs> that they're like, you're just going to come and like look at nature. But they, they, she actually got phone calls where people thought it was going to become a nudist colony. Like, <laughs> I don't know where they pulled that idea from, but... Um, now the Nature Center has turned into like such an awesome, it's 127 acres of, um, I mean, nature that, yeah, you do walk around in, but they also have, you know, all kinds of animals and birds specifically that they have helped like rehabilitate. I mean, that's their, one of their biggest pieces is that they help rehabilitate animals. And if they can release them back into the wild, they do, but occasionally there are situations where they can't, so they keep them protected and, you know, housed at the Nature Center. And um, they're really well known for their educational purposes with kids, because um, you guys both have kids, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> He's got five. Yeah. Five yeah. children. How many do you have? Two. Two. Yeah. So two little boys that would love a nature center probably. Oh, we it, go to the Dunway Nature Center, but would your kids be turned off by birds that are not wearing clothing though? Mm, nudist birds. <laughs> nudist I don't think birds. they'd be fine with it. They'd be all right. Yeah. Well they, they might have... draw them with pants on, but I think they'd be all right looking at them. Well, it's uh the other thing that, you know, they're really trying to showcase it, too, is a place not just for kids. Because it has such an awesome family-friendly element to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I don't have kids, and I've been multiple times, think it's extremely cool. Um, and, you know, they have lots of events, like a Sips on the Sunset. So that may be something you do with your wives sometime, where you can come and enjoy some drinks, listen to live music, like, after it's closed. So it's, a you know, less crowded, just really nice. Uh, and they are getting ready to, in 2019, to open this thing called the Eco Canopy Walk that has, it's basically a zip line course, uh, and it has three levels. So, you know, little kids can do it, but, you know, you guys could go out there and spend, I think they said the, if you do the entire thing, it would take like two and a half hours, but they're calling it an Eco Canopy Walk versus a, um, you know, zip line course because at each 
stop, you're going to learn something about, you know, what's what was going on either on that tree or, you know, what type of wildlife is there and et cetera. The, something that is really nice about it is you never actually uh, detach from the wire. So the whole time you are connected. So it's uh, extremely safe and it's fun. It, it uh, goes over the water, which is and gosh, I'm going to get this quote wrong, but it's like the only area where you're actually zipping, zip lining over water um, sort of in the metro area, which is really, really cool. And we're excited for that to open because they also plan on using it, of course, for, again, like kid education. You know, you could go for a birthday party, but they also know that it would be awesome for corporate events, um, team building exercises, things like that. Is there a sign that says, like, once you get on the, like, you should have gone to the bathroom before getting attached to the, <laughs> seems like it'd be a long way to, like. Yeah, a long bit of effort, yeah. That's why I go over the water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. I like that they try to do something, uh, like, unique uh, versus every other zip line out there. They're like, what do we, well, how can we up the bar? Yes. We'll teach them something. Water. Oh, <laughs> teaching and water. Teaching and water. Yeah, yeah. And to stay safe, you know, never... Not dying. That's not always, dying is really important art. when you go out to have a fun, family-filled activity. That's so true. Uh, can we talk about the ghost tours? Absolutely. Have you been on one yet? I no? have. Good. I went, actually, uh, I did go in October, but it is a completely year-round um, event that you can attend. And I think what was also really cool about the ghost tours is it talks so much about the history, too, of Roswell. Um, so it is, you know, the concept of, of course, hearing spooky tales, but, um, you know, and I'm a big scaredy cat. I do have to add that in. And, um, I was only scared once, which was when somebody clearly saw us obviously on the ghost tour and yelled at us from their car. And so I screamed along with like the eight year olds that were there. You were um, afraid that was a ghost car? <laughs> yeah. I just, and like, uh, everyone else that was logical other than myself and like I said the eight-year-olds in the group were like guys it was like a car way over there it's fine but no really it was um, oh they were I thought they were like heckling you like hey ghosty beat it. <laughs> no like, they were just like they just drove past where we were and just screamed loudly out of their car like they recognized we were on the ghost tour ooh, and so they just fun. added the element Okay, so you're going to start being that guy. Yeah, I want to start doing That's a really good idea, actually. <laughs> he gets a that guy idea on every <laughs> I don't see him writing it down, so he's yeah. like really <laughs> not sure. There it is. <laughs> uh, so did they, so you learned some stuff on it. I did, yeah. I did, yeah. And I, you know, with being in this job, I've had the opportunity to go on quite a few of our, uh, our tours that we offer uh, throughout town, especially the historical homes. But there were stories that they were telling on the ghost tour that they don't talk about when you're touring those houses, which I'm, sh- I mean, that makes sense. They're, they're trying to just tell you about the history. They're not trying to tell you about, you know, sometimes the crummy things that happen throughout history that lead to ghost stories. So, um, so there's some like straight murdery stuff that's happened in Roswell. Uh, yeah, there's some, especially at uh, Bullock Hall, which uh, is on our historical homes tour. Uh, there was a story for that one that I'll just say it's about the well. I'll just leave Ooh, it at that. Yeah. It you don't want to spoil no. the tour itself. No, but I, I had gone on the the homes tour for the first time like just a week prior and they pointed out the well just talking about it as like that's where the water came from and so then like they're real nonchalant like yeah, that's just that's your run-of-the-mill well that's just a well and so Nothing here i bad. go on the ghost tour like a week later and i'm like 
shocked on the information that I'm hearing. And I'm like, we did not hear that on the historical home tour. So uh, I just think it's a an awesome awesome addition to the history that you can get on, you know, like the homes tour, but then you have the sort of added element that, um, you know, you can continue to learn for, from and be surprised from. And a lot of things too is uh, talking about the mill as a whole. I mean, that being the first uh, sort of starting point of Roswell, and then there's the mill homes, which if you were to just drive a little further down Sloan Street, you would see now what looked like gorgeous, incredible lofts or condos. I'm, I'm not sure what they're called, but that used to be where mill workers lived and Roswell King built for those mill workers. And so there's all kinds of stories too um, involving those families and everything. So uh, it's... You're saying they probably weren't treated great. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely... Uh, could Things could have been better. Dunwoody has a, weave, a hand weaver's guild. Wow. We're pretty con- the new hotness. Yeah, we're sure they control everything. <laughs> like the Have they been on your podcast yet? No. No. We're kind of scared to ask. It's them. like the Illuminati of Dunwoody. Yeah, yeah, except we're pretty sure they're all like 90 year old women. Yeah. Well, they know everything. They yeah, probably they do. That's they true. They probably are. We'd have to speed. We everything. could speed up the show to like one and a half speed. Speed, <laughs> yeah, speed up their, their what parts. What they're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about more about the home store. Is that something? I'm a real estate agent. Can you do that any time of the day? I mean, yeah, yeah. So still? they're open um, actually every every day um, for different hours. You can go to our website, which is visitroswellga.com, um, and look at the Southern Trilogy tours on there. Um, and you, or you could visit each of those uh, homes separately. But uh, they're open usually from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. every day. They go out like every. The tours go out, I think, every 30 minutes or so. But um, there's also different events that'll go on at those homes. I, you had grabbed our Christmas in Roswell brochure. They're doing a lot of different activities right now with uh, being decorated for the holidays that you can experience. And then, you know, there's just different events in general that go on. Um, something I'm thinking of is in April, there's this Azalea Festival, they call it. And it's just kind of a month-long Celebration and so there's different events going on at each of the homes that you can participate in. Um, but Wait, do people live in the homes? No. Oh. Okay. Um, you want to talk about shoot the hooch? Yeah, absolutely. So um, one thing that I, I feel like when I've met people since moving here and I say like, oh, I live up in Roswell, I work up in Roswell, um, kind of like you, you haven't spent a lot of time here in Roswell, and so if they have. What they have done is shoot the hooch. Everybody um, knows that one. Yes. So uh, it's a mostly tubing, but you can kayak and everything um, down the Chattahoochee River, which runs right along uh, our our city. And so it's an incredibly fun time, like especially throughout the summers. Like uh, I know that I like to kayak, so we're going out anyway. But it is always fun to see like the people like gearing up, or like if you're driving over the the river you see all the people out on the tubes i mean it's a it's so it's just a little float trip it's really simple um i think something that was surprising to me about the chattahoochee river because i mean i i guess i should say i moved here in april so like a lot of this stuff is still pretty new to me too but i was surprised at how um you know even shallow like the river can be so it's not like 
to me, like, I hear river, and I'm like, dang, like, that. And that so then it's scary. like, well, yeah, I'm like, and people are going out here on tubes. Like, that's, like, not safe. Um, so They'll end up in the Atlantic somehow. Yeah, basically. So, I I mean, so it was a big surprise to me. And I think, like, I just think it's such a fun week way to spend a weekend, like, with your friends, going out. And there's a lot of families that go out, too. It's not, you know, I, I feel like float trips, too. You just think of, like you know beer drinkers, beer drinkers yeah. and everything but there's tons of families that are going out and um they're, they're going seven days a week during the summertime so we so used to do the broad river in athens a lot yeah. did you ever do that yeah no but you, you probably that's the equivalent of this where every guy has some horror story that either happened to them or, or their best friend where they went down that and mm-hmm. they didn't put it on suntan lotion oh yeah and they and come out they got cooked roasted. for like five yeah. hours yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so it's like a four hour three or four hour trip yeah you don't realize like there's nothing i can do once i get on there uh-huh uh-huh you just float and i do think like you know it's interesting your your pace is whatever the river's pace is that day you yeah. know like so you could be literally just grazing yeah. or just you know i shouldn't say flying because that's like a um, but I mean, I did notice the other day when I was driving home from, from work, I was like, wow, the river's really moving today. Like your, your float trip wouldn't be as long on a day. Like I saw the other no, day. We should make that a thing on the website. It should say what the speed of the river is. How funny would that be? Like what, when people check the weather or the like, what is that index that they, how long it would take you to get how down. Long? Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that sounds like it involves a lot of math, and that's just something I'm pretty disinterested you know, in. I think but it, it would be helpful for people. It's like, I got two hours to kill. Can I do the shoot the hooch or no? Yeah. You know, it probably involves a GPS device and some sort of gadget with a propeller. That's all it takes, probably. It's like, how fast is the propeller going? <laughs> it's like the people that still, like, you know, like, do, like, the lick the finger and stick it up in the air to figure out which direction the wind is blowing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the science that it takes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. So what else you got up on your list over there? We'll, we'll turn to you Breweries. Now. Let's yeah, see breweries. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. know. So take it back to where we first met. Yeah. yeah. Our, we have three breweries in Roswell, Gate City, uh, From the Earth, and Variant. And they have all, like, award-winning beers on tap. And they're constantly getting new um, seasonal Brews in, I was going to say flavors, but brews would be the, the correct word. And I feel like flavor is okay. If <laughs> it counts. But they, um, they're actually pretty new to Roswell. Uh, From the Earth and Variant actually just celebrated their one year of being here. But um, again, having just moved here this year and, and, and going to these places, I mean, they're well-established, like well-run places you wouldn't for a second think that they're they're still sort of brand new in terms of a brewery or um or like restaurant type thing and what i think is really cool is how quickly not just the community of roswell has embraced them but i mean again being so well known and um you know earning different awards for the types of beer that they're creating and serving um I also have written down Tap and Six and Deep Roots Wine Market. Those are two other places that you can go to in Roswell. Um, not specifically a brewery, but uh, Tap and Six has like 250 different beers from around the world that you wow. can go in and, and try. Yeah, and so uh, they 
so they are really like their purpose is for you to be able to just go in and basically taste. Yeah, so Tap and Six is uh, they just also just celebrated their one year, but they're a really cool place, and they're just over here um, on a little street called Oak Street, and it um, has it's like a whole little shopping um, you know food area that you can go to. I one thing that I really like about Roswell is that you kind of can just park and go that's um, true yeah you know so in something like this oak street you you can park your car but you can go shopping in one of the boutiques eat dinner at one of the restaurants go try some food at tap and or food excuse me drinks at tap and six um but before i move on the deep roots wine market i'm personally a big wine person so um i just went there actually the night that we met i had I had been at Deep Roots, and it's uh, it's like a wine bar that you go in. Um, they give you basically a little debit card that you're, you're treating as your um, your tab, and you can go up. They have white wines and red wines in each descriptor to figure out, oh, do I want to try that or not? And so then you just pay for a taste, pay for a half glass, full glass, or you can buy the full bottle and sit there and enjoy it. Um, and you just put your little card in and swipe and... Um, you and, know. A, and a robot decides how much you get out. Exactly. That's four, being a venue too. Four right? ounces. Yeah. Isn't that how that works? It's yeah. funny. Everything that you're mentioning, I'm like comparing to what to Dunwoody what has. Dunwoody has. I'm like, that's like Moon Dogs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but but the cool thing is, is that the people in Dunwoody have already done all that. Yeah. Over so, there. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. so they can totally, come here. Right. And, yeah. um, and with the breweries, the beers are different than what's in Dunwoody. And with Deep Roots, the wine's going to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Yeah, so again, to the point of like being able to just park and and go to all of these places, I think is such a um, a treat as as opposed to having to you know drive around. Who's driving? How do we get everywhere? And how close is Canton Street to that? To Deep Roots to or, downtown? Yeah. Oh well, Canton Street is really downtown. what we yeah, um, okay. and Canton Street is really what I would say most people consider downtown. We're in the historic downtown district okay. now. Um, we're less though than half a mile. From, okay, I know from I've been Canton there. Street. I didn't know where I was right yeah. now. Yeah, if you come down here on like a Saturday night, it feels like downtown Athens. It's yeah, like there's people around, people in the street. Yeah, I mean it's, mm-hmm. it's it is. I mean it is the place to be, and it's rarely dead, if you will. Like even on a rainy night, you think like, oh, nobody's gonna be out. I mean, there's always people out, and um, and I think another thing that has to do with that is the restaurants that. We have um, along Canton Street, but also, you know, just really across uh, Roswell as a whole. I mentioned earlier that 200 plus independently owned restaurants is pretty incredible. And the, the, the food ranges from like barbecue to bistro, tapas, do, Thai. Do you, do you count everything in Roswell in that 200? Or like, what do you, what do you I, In that 200, I'm talking about just independently owned restaurants. Okay. Um, there's over like 300 restaurants, but I mean, we're not talking about McDonald's. Panera, or yeah. yeah. Right, right. Um, but, and that's what, like, I was shocked to find that's that. That's more out. shocking to me that, that that that's not that big. That's most of them are independently yeah, owned. Yeah, isn't cool. that crazy? Uh, um, and they're all incredible. I mean, I honestly have yet to have a bad meal anywhere and i'm not just saying that because i'm on this podcast trying to convince people in dunwoody to come hang out in roswell like it is great food um everywhere and everybody takes it 
really seriously and um the people in Dunwoody take their food seriously too because that's the comparison it's always to canton street that's mm-hmm. what because we're trying to the village is trying to do like a the overlay overhaul where they're going to change all is the, that where the Dunwoody tavern is and stuff yeah, that's per, yeah, the yeah, village yeah. area okay I just it looks old timey kind of but they're gonna get rid of all that and just allow any restaurant to come in mm-hmm. and do what they want and I think it's really going to open stuff up. And everybody always compares it to Canton Street. That's yeah. They well, and I think... Lots of walking What around. was funny about to me about visiting Canton Street for the first time, um, when we were finding out that we were moving here, I we had just... We had been talking to somebody and we were trying to even figure out... I mean, we just didn't know anything. My, my fiancé worked um, on 75. He was doing that big... Um, construction project that's like finally wrapping up um so he you know pretty much knew that and you know some of the things that were by his apartment but it's hard to get out and explore when you just know nothing and so we had had somebody mention to us roswell it was a place we needed to just go check out sometime because they had in their quotes like they have the cutest little downtown and you know, it was like sort of in one year and out the other, and we happened to decide to move here. I completely forgot about what that person said, and you know, people were like, "Have you gone to Canton Street yet? Have you gone to Canton Street yet? Have you gone to Canton Street yet?" And I was like, "No, I haven't." And they're like, "You got to get down there." So we came, and I think what is what draws people to Canton Street is is that there's so much to do, but also just, I guess, like the aesthetic of it. And um, it feels like a place you vacation to, to me. Like That's true, like I, a seaside town. Or yeah, something. and when you're sitting out on any of the patios on like a gorgeous day and there's people out, there's dogs everywhere. It's like, there's been many times where I've been sitting at any of the restaurants and I'm like, I live here. Like, this is actually my home. Um, and I feel like it's a place that, you know, I should be sad that I'm leaving soon because of being on vacation or something. But it just, it has that quaint small town feel, but with that sort of um, big city um, amenities with like the great restaurants, the fun breweries, the, um, you know, ease of walking to and from. And you know what kind of gives it that that feel, or at least helps, is having the you know something right across the street. You know, basically you have a, a narrow street, then you got restaurants mm-hmm. on either sides. It's like with the village, it's still just shopping centers. So yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, it, you know, I can see you way across there. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, so yeah, that kind of tightness. That tightness yeah. definitely, and that's helps. that's where the comparison to Athens kind of comes in. You can see people right across the street. Right, yeah. right. And it's like, oh, they're having fun over there. Sometimes right. you can even hear, like, on a Saturday night or something, like, one of the restaurants has, like, a great life band playing, and you're you're walking, and you're, you're like, oh, well, I wasn't thinking about going in there, but that sounds like a fun time. I'm just going to pop in really quick. Like, and you were, like, maybe even walking to your car to leave, and it's like, oh, well, let's just check out what's going on in there before we leave or something. And, yeah, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. It's a good way of summing it up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the another thing I, I think that's been really fun for me to experience living here too, but also something we talk about to our visitors, like if they happen to be in town, have you guys ever been to any of our Alive in Roswell's or Alive After Five? I knew there was something, some yeah. sort of concerts in Roswell. We were looking it up on the way here. Yeah. So um, from April through October, every – 
third Thursday, there is um, an event called Alive in Roswell. Um, some people call it Alive After Five. and That's what my friends have called it. That's yes. what I, I knew. Okay. Yeah. They love that thing. Yes. And I mean, so uh, I had worked in a CVB previously in Kentucky when I was living there. And we had to do a lot of events in that job. And, you know... It's sometimes your events are just killer. They're going to like bring all the people out and they come year after year. It is incredible how many people show up on a monthly basis to enjoy this event. And it is, you know, it is for the community, of course, but there's tons of people that come up from Dunwoody or down from Alpharetta or, you know, over from Marietta that come to experience a Thursday night like a live in Roswell event and so what is it music there's there's lots of different spots for music there's tons of different vendors that you can buy from like that are set up along Canton Street but the I think the biggest draw for people is really that they just shut Canton Street off and it's just you're able to wander around freely you you know you can grab drinks because uh it is an open container law on Canton Street anyway but you know to be able to full time all the time full time Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Yeah, Ooh, something like that. Got it going on. <laughs> and if you'd like to move to Roswell, yeah. I know a good real estate yeah. agent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's your they plan. can help you make the move. Yes. Um, but the, the music is really fun, of course. And, uh, and then, you know, you can enjoy the different restaurants and everything. But then they have food trucks that come in. But what's also cool is it'll connect even down here to, like, the the area right across from where we are at the visitor center is the town square. Um, so there's always a band set up in that um like well everybody says it's a gazebo but it's a bandstand right there um and it's really like because canton street is definitely for your um you know either young 20 somethings going out or your parents night out type vibe i mean there's there are kids and stuff that hang out down there but the kid area is really up here at the town square um and they have inflatables and face painting and fun things to do and so i just think it's awesome that they've been able to Yes, Canton Street is definitely the hopping spot for those, but really branch it out to other things throughout town and to spread out the demographic they're reaching. Um, because I think events like that aren't just for people trying to have, well, single people or parents' night out, like I said. I mean, I just think that it's fun for kids to be able to go out and do things too with their family and everything like that. Yeah. So you can't, you moved here in April and you were probably like, yeah. oh, I, like, I've heard I've heard this is a big deal. Were you just amazed like the first night? Yeah, so I I didn't make it to my first one until um until I guess it was September. And what? I know. Well, and so the the reason being is when I moved here I actually wasn't working here yet. I was working oh. somewhere else. Gotcha. So I had heard about it and you know, a Thursday would roll around and it was like, you know, again the third Thursday and I was like, Oh man, we missed that and so anyway, it was like September I was like, we are going, no questions asked, like, mark everything off the calendar, we're going. And so we went, and yeah, I was like, this, that's when I had that moment of like, when you plan an event, like, you hope a lot of people come, usually once a year, you're doing like a one-year time event. I said, and this many people come out on a monthly basis to support this, and that's just really cool. And it's fun, I mean... Um, so I see why. And then, so I went back again in October and I will go probably every one this upcoming year. So Alive After Five or the Alive in Roswell event is actually put on by um, people at the city, which I think is incredible because um, 
in the other town I worked in, they wanted events to happen, but in no way did they want to help. And so when I found out like that the one of the biggest events in town is actually put on by the the city, I was really impressed that, you know, they were invested in that way uh, to get people here in Roswell to experience it. So Uh, it's tough. I'm social director over at my neighborhood pool. And oh, yeah. it's, if only people would just RSVP. Yes. You know? Yes. It's so well, I don't simple. know if I want to go until that until day. That, yeah, until the day before. And, and Still planning, working on good daycare. It's so <laughs> hard to figure out, um, you know, even when you send out an RSVP, because that's one thing. I, I was talking to some people. I'm like, people at best plan their life out like two weeks in advance but But, usually it is like oh you know what friday's here we actually don't have anything on the calendar what are we going to do so you know it's kind of that last minute or did we end up getting uh that that babysitter or um you know maybe my kid was sick and now they're not sick and so maybe i can leave and so yeah parents are the worst (sighs) (laughs) That's why I'm not one yet, so that people can't say that about me. Not yet. yet. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. No, I have been, um, I'm getting married at the end of this month, and so the RSVP thing, that hits close to home. I'm uh, (laughs) waiting for those to come back, and then you just end up having to send the text message or call, like, hey, I didn't get that from you, and... Sorry, I got lost in all the Christmas cards. Yeah, (laughs) I'm like, and I hate to make you say no to me if you said no and maybe I don't have it yet, but like, I need to know, are you coming or not? So. Well, yeah, I mean, even on a small scale, it's hard to figure out, oh, how much beer do I have to buy yeah. for this? And then if you're- Or if, food, yeah. Yeah, and if you're thinking, it's like, oh, are 2,000 people coming or 4,000, uh-huh. you know? Actually, wow, I'm glad you think I would have 4,000 friends at my wedding. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about your wedding. I yeah. was thinking back to business. And back to business, okay. <laughs> yeah. That would be a killer wedding, though, 2,000. That would be nuts. Yeah. Well, you know what you should do? Start sending me your events that you have here. Yeah, I would I'll love put to. Them out on what's yes, yes. And I think um, another thing I would suggest for anybody that just wants to start coming to explore Roswell, uh, the visit roswellga.com. We have a whole calendar of events that you can look at, but. Um, I think what is nice, like, you know, the, the historical homes, the breweries, the Chattahoochee Nature Center, um, the Roswell Mill, the boardwalks, and um, all of those things, ghost tours, that happens year round, almost every day that, you know, you could be at, at one of those things. I mean, shoot the hooch, obviously, that has to be in the summertime. Um, some of the different events, like, alive in Roswell that only goes on during certain times of the year. But I mean, Roswell is a fun place to be any time of year with all of those um, different activities. And especially, I mean, again, moving down here, the type of weather. I mean, I just think like this weekend with the Christmas holiday, and I don't know if a lot of people have family in town, but <clears throat> there's so many activities that you could go out and enjoy because it's actually going to be decent weather. So yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. I prayed for shorts last night. Yeah. <laughs> the zipper on my one and only pair of jeans broke last night. Wow. I was almost in tears on the cra- on the toilet. I was just sitting there like, this is not happening. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Once the zipper breaks, there's nothing you can do about it. No. Those jeans are toast. Yeah. Some people can fix zippers, though. <laughs> I tried. No, I had nothing. like pliers and everything. You've never Gosh. seen these pants. You don't want them fixed. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, there's no way I'd, t- I'd be like, oh here. I was gonna say one pair. Is this like a pair from like? Well, I don't know. it's like the only pair too- that fits right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
He said a transition period. <laughs> All right. Well, it was real nice having you on. It's nice oh, meeting you. So and nice to meet you. If you're interested in Roswell, what was the website again? Visit RoswellGA.com. Um, you can also follow us on social media. Uh, our Facebook is Historic Roswell, Georgia. Instagram is at Visit Roswell, GA. And Twitter is at Roswell. Very professional. Yeah, it's like you've done this podcasting before. I listen to a lot of them. I'm a big podcast guy. Yeah? Mm -hmm. We like that. Well, thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. 